Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I can hardly curb my enthusiasm for my next guest, Cheryl Hines, famously known as the wife of Larry David on the hit show Curb, brings her hysterical and unscripted personality to the pod to discuss her personal life, career, and philanthropy, which includes being married to a Kennedy. This is Just Be with Cheryl Hines. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. We met years ago at Sundance because of the waitress. Am I wrong? No, you're right. And I wasn't sure that you would remember that. But it's funny because I remember meeting you. And I and I can't remember much. I don't have a great memory. (laughs) But I remember meeting you. I was sitting with Timothy Hutton. And we were like in one of the lounge areas that they set up and and you, I just remember that you were working, you were like working. And I, I remember thinking, wow, you are a, uh, you were so driven even then. And I looked around and everybody else is like, we're all lounging. We're talking about films. And I think you were, were you working with a chef or a, um, well, it's funny. Cause I'm reminded of this right now. So I was at Sundance, I guess. Just because I was at Park City, I don't think I was at Sundance per se. I don't remember. Like, I had no reason that I would be there. And I met, I went one night, someone took me to this thing called Chef Dance, where you sat in these booths and each night a different chef came and did this whole meal. And I had gone to culinary school and wanted to be a chef so badly or a TV chef or some version of a chef. And so I finagled the guy, Kenny, and his wife, Mimi, who ran this thing, which was like a little thing, to let me host it the next year. By like calling restaurants all over the country and getting them to do it and getting paid nothing just to be able to like be in that room and connect with people like you. I mean, everybody came, Kardashian came through there. Everybody came through there, not even really understanding what it was. Like, wait, why are we here? Why is there a free five course meal from this amazing chef? And we built it up to be pretty big, but it wasn't something I ever made money off of. It just was something I was like, you know, they were using me. What? 
passionate about. You were. I was passionate about it. So many times I do things and I just keep moving forward. I don't even know what I'm even doing, but that was one of them. I just loved it. I love the concept and the food was great. And it got me to like connect with chefs that I looked up to on television and in restaurants. And so that's where you were, but I forgot about that moment in my life. And, um, it was very important to me and it was, uh, I just found a way to get myself to be able to go to Sundance and and snowboard (laughs) a little and, and eat amazing food and meet interesting people. So, well, it's funny because that's my memory of it. I don't even, I can't tell you what what I did. I can't tell you what you were. I don't remember anyway, what you were talking about or what it was, but I was like, oh yeah, Bethany, I'm, <laughs> I want to be a part of this because I, I like you and I felt connected to you and I felt like, uh, okay, I'm on board with whatever you're doing. Let's, let me see what you, what's going on. So that was my introduction to you. And it's been really fun to watch you you know, from afar through the years, like, man, you're a friggin' mover and shaker and it's inspirational and it's really fun to watch. Well, likewise. And, um, you never know how someone perceives you in that way from afar, like, you know, cousins in this weird entertainment industry, but have only seen each other once. But so for me with you, you are an actress who was in that movie, the waitress, you're married you were in you're on um curb your enthusiasm and funny but did not, not would never thought about whether you were a comedian first cuz the waitress was like a different type of role and so didn't think about your career just know that you're a person that I know of and I've watched curb your enthusiasm for years and that you have you're funny um and talented and married to a kennedy so that you know is another little little thing that's shiny that jumps off the page but not until I went through all this press and bios about you did I know anything. So I took classes at the Groundlings and and you went to the Groundlings. Did you make it through the ranks as cuz I never did like where I was up on stage actually performing. Were you a Groundling? I was a Groundling. I was a Groundling and you're right. It's a you know, it's a little theater in LA that does improv and sketch comedy and and you have to go through the whole school and then you have to be invited to be a cast member. So it was a big deal for me and it was uh and it was great training. I mean, did you have a good experience there or, or do you have, so it, what are your... Yeah. So it's funny that you say that. A couple of places I went in my life, I went to school, to the school, um, the Meisner place in the Valley. And I found that to be very interesting versus years ago taking method acting classes, which I found very trapping. And 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 for anyone listening, the method from, from my perspective is like you have to really go back and feel the feeling that like when your leg broke at 12 and, and I, I, it was frustrating and it just didn't click with me. And Sanford Meisner was like, you got to like listen to the person and, and just act as you just instinctively would. And that kind of spoke to me and the groundlings also in my life, I took different comedy classes and I never loved them. I loved the groundlings because it felt free. It just felt free. There were rules and it was structured, but it felt free and it did feel like a big deal. And I always felt like a sort of a failure that I didn't stay. And I was a little afraid to get on and do get up to the point where those people were up there. I took probably took it for a couple of years, maybe two, with Michael McDonald, who's a yeah. real comedian. And people were yeah. like, really? I see them on commercials and movies right. now. But I'm impressed by that. And people should be impressed by that because that was something that was a, was a big deal. Like, uh, that was hard, I think. Yeah, it is hard because... 
you have to retrain your mind, especially probably for someone like you who seems very um, goal driven and and I I'm the same way. I have I like to I I don't want to say control what I can, but I do like to control what I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when you're an actor, you're going through school acting classes, they tell you like, it's all about the script. It's all about the words. What's your intention and all of that, like you're talking about. And then when you get to the groundlings, they say, oh, you have to let all of that go. You have to let everything go. And for me, it was hard because it was like, what do you mean that let it all go? I've spent years. Oh, wow. Well, you're like, that's different perspective coming in. Yeah, that is definitely interesting. And you you were there. You're, you seem similar to my age. You were there when it had gotten harder to get up. Like years <laughs> before, anybody could move through the ranks was my understanding. But it had gotten more popular and people had already gotten on Saturday Night Live. So it was like a thing. Well, yeah. I mean, when you have like Will Ferrell and um, Cherry Chris Kattan and right. Cherry O'Terry and Lisa Kudrow was my yeah. first teacher. And, you know, you're watching these really talented people and you're watching them um, be successful. And and yeah, I think it did bring a lot of attention to the theater and it did get more competitive because so many people were mm-hmm. were doing it. And my group was like uh, Maya Rudolph and then um, Melissa McCarthy. and Wow. Uh, yeah. So uh-huh. it was more into exactly like I'm saying, and, like it was not a joke. Yeah. And Kristen Wiig was like right uh, after me. So it was, yeah, it's hard. Uh, and it's a different way of thinking. And and it is freeing. You know, when you when you let go and you're like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I can't know what's going to happen next but it's going to be okay. And it's a really good life lesson. You well, know, you do you do learn attribute that. that to your life, to your other, co- oh, you, know, yeah. you do. Cause I think I took something from there in my life. I can't tell you what, but I know that the world of improv is so fascinating to me and comedy. Um, and that's a liberating place. So you took that improvisation and just like sort of go with the flow into your life. Uh, definitely. I mean, because, it it like i said it teaches you to to not worry about what's going to happen next because it's not going to help to worry about what's going to happen next but to trust yourself i don't know what's going to happen next but i trust that myself that i'm going to be able to handle it to deal with it to react to it you know in a graceful way and and then it lets go of the pressure like when you're on a late night talk show and you don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Whatever happens is going to be fine. And where do you live now? I live in LA. Okay. So you live in LA and are you actively like always working, always auditioning? Like, cause you know, I met you in a different time in both of our lives and I'm in a place now where I really only will do something if I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't, I'm not motivated by money anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not one of those people that's like so hungry to grab. If I, if it feels not great, I don't want to do it. So I wonder talking to a woman that I met, you know, yeah. you're probably in your thirties or, you know, is yeah. different. Yeah. Um, I am a lot like you. I, I've been fortunate enough to uh, have success in this, field and it's nice that people approach me and ask me to do 
things and projects and interviews and I I pick and choose, you know, because time is a, a real commodity. Totally. Um, and people and the people that you surround yourself with. So, um, yeah, there was a day when I didn't have I, I was just trying to get a job, you know, and you're just like, I don't care who I'm working with. I'll figure it out. And I still have I definitely still have that in me. Like I I'm open to people and ideas and something new. But I also really value the people that I spend time with. So even this interview, you know what I mean? We have lots of other people we could be talking to, but I really wanted to talk to you. I appreciate that. Yeah. So I really do because I've met interesting people and it's the same thing. Like just, I, this is something I just enjoy and I'm just talking about life and a woman who's married and like I have just ran, you know, I, when I first started this a couple of years ago, I was like so rigid about what I was talking about. And it's sort of just now like what comes to me or what jumped off the page about you. Like I thought, so um, what percentage do you now have to live in the political world? Like where, cause I, and I read about your, your cerebral palsy charity and there's like some political adjacent and do people label you differently now because you're politics adjacent? Um, sometimes. Yeah. So, right. So I'm married to Bobby Kennedy Jr. Who, um, who is politically involved and, um, and there are moments where what he's doing, you know, people will come at me for something that he's doing or that he said. And right. And that's not always easy, you know. Right. Uh, and then I really have to take a step back and look at what's important to me. What's really important to me is my core group of friends that really know me. So if I had a very close friend that said, you know, that said something to me about that, I would pay more attention to it than somebody who's just coming Fair. at me on right. Twitter or Instagram. Because you know, and I don't know how much you are, um, I don't know how often people come at you in a negative way, but just being in the public yeah, sphere, people will, there are people that don't like me, but I don't know who they are. I've never met them and I, I don't know why they don't like me, but that's okay. Everybody right. doesn't have to like me, but I don't know why people are hateful sometimes. Right. Yeah. No. And Paul, listen, my fiance has worked on like mayoral campaigns and he's politics adjacent. He's from Massachusetts. And so he's a kind of conservative type. And um, that's why I ask, because I really don't know very much about it. The only thing I know is the red tape for relief work, because I do a lot of that. So I ask just because I wonder if it like bled over into um, entertainment, as it definitely can for some people. Um, And how many years have you been married? Like, and, and do you, I always ask people on here who have quote unquote, and there's no really successful, a successful relationship is one that I think has longevity that works. Yeah. No one's, no one's like living in fantasy land or perfection. I don't even believe that even if you told me, Yeah. but maybe you are the exception. Cause actually Suzanne Summers, she and her husband are together every second of every day. They work together. They're obsessed with each other. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I really don't. Cause <laughs> I just am not interested in that. I want to pretend that that doesn't exist. So yeah. let's keep that move. So yeah. what are your bylaws of 
success in marriage or functionality in marriage? Um, yeah. So Bobby and I have been together. We, I think we've, I think we've been married for nine years. Right. So we were, and we were dating a few years before that. So, um, I think for, for me, it is, I have to be able to laugh with somebody and, and Bobby and I talk about happiness. I, I really talk about happiness a lot because I think it's so important in life and important to recognize when you're happy because Mm. you're going to have those moments when you're not happy. Um, But we talk about banking happiness. So sometimes we'll be somewhere and we'll say, Oh my God, this is the, I'm having the best time. I'm having the best time with you. Um, We take it all in and we think, okay, we have to bank this because one day, (gasps) It's going to be, we're going to get a call. That's bad news. That's hard news. And we're going to have to go back into this well. Like the tank. The the, the tank, like, yeah. That's, the tank is gets full. That We have a long distance relationship. And sometimes it gets monotonous and tedious and like boredom comes up. And I'm a person who grew up at the racetrack with action and gambling and like <laughs> dysfunction. So I have, you know, a lot of times just my life can be a little boring and like boring is where I'm have peace. I'm balanced. I love, I love my life, but sometimes it's just not the action because you're older. So my feeling is that, so we haven't been on a vacation. We were with other people, which was a mistake this summer and Friday we're going away. And I'm like, we're coming in on fumes. It's been, I, we just need to do something together that doesn't involve like, you know, like a kid pumpkin right. activity or just like, right. we're just losers. Like yeah. I just need to do one thing, put on an outfit, like the movie, <laughs> the, he- uh, the bridesmaids. She's like, I have a halter top. I want to wear, I want to go to Vegas. Like I want to wear a fucking halter top somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I get it because <laughs> we end up traveling and going to events and, you know, we'll plan our little mini vacation around that event mm-hmm. that we have to go to. And you're right. It's just like, oh boy. Okay. So I do, I get like that too, where sometimes I'm like, we have to go to a beach and do nothing. Although he can't do nothing. He, Bobby cannot do nothing, which is, which is great. That's what I Paul's love about like him. The, he needs a, li- I, I, he needs a little action. Like it doesn't mean yeah. a main thing, but like a town to walk into something to talk oh, about. Exactly. To, yeah. No, we are scuba diving or <laughs> Oh, more yes. than that. Oh, yeah, full like, action. But Got but it. like going to the town and meeting the, you know, person that lives there and having lunch with them or whatever. Bobby really loves different cultures and different people more than I, I don't. I don't need to meet anyone ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I would be OK. I'm good. I guess. Same. He we- really loves. He loves to find out, you know, what what the town is known for, what this person does, what how they feel about the world. You know, he really oh, loves that. We, I'm glad I'm not. I mean, y- y- you are opposites, but I am not. I'm more like you. Like, I'm not no. interested in any kind of small talk whatsoever. <laughs> well, I mean, what what's interesting about him is it it's not it's actually not small talk. He gets right into the heart of, you know, and I'm like, Bobby, th- that's too personal. <laughs> Like maybe don't, you know, but then the person's like, no, I, I, I'm glad somebody asked me about, you know, my grandfather. So yeah, they get into these really intense conversations. Yeah. But I'm like you, I'm like, I just, yeah, I want to put on my halter top. I want to have a pina colada 
and uh, sit by a pool and hope that no one recognizes that it's me in a bathing suit <laughs> <laughs> and feel cute. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Were you a cosmo? Tell me about you were a cosmetologist. That's yeah. like a facial. Is that a facialist or is that an oh, extractionist? What is that? It's, well, after high school, I went to cosmetology school and I learned how to do hair. It was really hair. I mean, oh. we learned we learned skin and hair. This was in Florida, so you learn about both. And then, um, and then I got my cosmetology license. I worked in a salon. And then I decided to go to college. So I was working, I was working um, during the day uh, as, as a, you know, in a salon cutting hair. And actually that was back in the days of perms and jerry curls. Oh my God. Do you cut your <laughs> you own remember? hair? No, I don't cut my own hair. No, but, but during the pandemic, can I just tell you how many haircuts I had to do? Because 
No. Yes, because everybody was stuck at home. And I'm like, I don't, it's not really what I want to do on a Friday night, but okay. But even during college, um, you know, everybody was poor. I knew how to cut hair. So anytime I go to a party, people would just line up for me to cut their hair. Wait a minute. Do you yeah. like, did anyone complain? Do you have any customers that were on dissatisfied? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a friend when I was in school, actually, that's when that's when there were some disgruntled patrons. But by the way, they weren't paying for it. Oh, right. But I, but I have a friend named Ed who had let his hair grow out. And I, oh my God, I gave him like a mullet and a perm. Although he wanted it, it didn't look good by any means, but you know, and then and then sometimes people would get they're called um, white walls, like when you're doing a haircut for a guy and you go up over the ear too high. Oh then yeah, you, then you see a little white yes. area. <laughs> yes, I had to learn how to um, not That's, do that. I have to say, you're the, I've done those like twenty five things you don't know about me things, and I I like I, it's funny because you start mailing it in the first three and then you realize something that someone doesn't know like you said the cosmetology thing and I once said that I was a spin instructor because I did go to mm. this course I've never taught anybody but I did go to this course um and I thought yours was so crazy like I did not do people know that you were Rob Reiner's assistant uh not, a thing? not I mean people do know that um not everybody but yeah people it was funny because when it worked for him they called me Cece because there was another assistant named Cheryl. So when I, I was working, uh, I was working with Rob when I got Curb Your Enthusiasm. And then Oh, when wow. I, you were yeah. auditioning on the, how did you, because that's a hard job to be a personal assistant to someone like that. So how did you finagle the, inter, uh, the auditions? Well, I was, I was really working for Rob and his wife, Michelle, in their home. So it was more of a really, I wasn't on the set with Rob. I, you know, I'm I not, had the same job for Linda and Jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, really? How the Wait, same job you're describing. Like, I, like personal I, side. Right. But like you get to say you were his assistant, but you weren't like, I wasn't on the set of Pearl Harbor. Right. Yeah. I was at the house sorting organic vitamins and going to Dunhill, buying cigars and Cartier and buying $25,000 bracelets. But yeah. I was in the mix and I, I was I, really more for Linda. But still, I get to say it. I'm saying it. It happened. Same. I remember the first time I got to drive on to the Paramount lot. And, you know, uh, I, I drive up and I said, I... Uh, I have a drive on <laughs> and the guy was like, okay, get, get over yourself lady in the red tercel. And, you know, they gave me a little parking pass and I got to drive onto the Paramount lot. And I just remember going home that day, like, oh my God, I made it. Well, I was on the lot. I'm impressed because I met for some reason on in Malibu one day I walked down the beach. I don't remember how long ago it was. And it landed at this house with he and his wife and had like a two hour conversation with them and loved them. Like we They're really great. connected. I bet you he might even remember. We just for some reason connected and they were great. And I bet you he's as proud that because Linda Bruckheimer, who, like I said, I used to sort vitamins. Once I became something, she was certainly more as proud of work as having me having worked for her as the opposite. Same with oh. Oh, that's, nice. that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's though. Funny. Yeah, Rob and Michelle have have they were always very supportive of me, and even when I was working for them as an assistant, and I was performing at the Groundlings on Friday and Saturday nights, they would come to every opening, oh. every show opening I had, and I was Wait, just an assistant. 
Wait, you got the hold on. So you got the job for Curb Your Enthusiasm while you were an assistant for them. So you were you you were old enough to be like looking like a wife. I was. I think it was like 35 when I got that job. Wow. So you, we have a lot. This is why I love this doing this because, you know, I didn't quote unquote make anything of myself till I was 38. You were a late bloomer too. You were working as a personal assistant, you know. Yeah. And then I and then I didn't have my daughter until I was 39. Oh, say I was 38. Yeah. So were you financially struggling? When I had, oh, up until the moment I got curved. Yeah. Yes. And that wasn't, yes. and people always think those roles, you're making millions of dollars and you weren't in the no, beginning. You're not. I know that. No, right. you're not. No. Right. Um, oh, I was really struggling. Oh, I wow. mean, I was, when I started working for the Reiners, I was also working at a hotel um, bartending. So I was working two jobs for a long time. There was one point when I was working three jobs. My mom always reminds me and I'm like, you're right. Okay. Good for you. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel so, um, I can't believe this is my life. And I, right. I feel lucky, really lucky. And then I'll talk to my mom and she's like, you know, well, you can say you're lucky, but I can tell you all the years that you had two jobs, you had three jobs and you worked your butt off to get there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You forget. I know it's so being broke and you remember what it felt like to be broke. I mean, Ooh. I used to bounce checks and I would have Same. the insufficient funds and then you bounced Same. one and then five would go right after it because there was nothing in there. And then you get the fees, you crying on the phone. Yes. I would have insufficient funds all the time. Yeah, I remember that. But you were young and you were just excited about such different things. And that's so funny. Yeah, that is a parallel for sure. Having a daughter, you only have one child. Well, I have uh, my daughter and then I have six stepkids. Right. Okay. So, so I technically I have seven. Right. Technically you have seven, but your daughter is, is how old now? Uh, she's eighteen. She's about okay. to turn nineteen. Yeah. Wow. So she's a full person. Yes. I got to take a picture of you because my daughter and I, her favorite, one of her favorite movies is Bad Mom's Christmas, mm -hmm. and I'm your character where I'm like. Kiki, it's Kiki, right? Uh -huh, the Kiki. house across the street. Yeah, where oh. it's Kristen Bell who's horrified by you, like getting the same pajamas as. Yeah. Because Bryn used to say to me, she used to be like, "Mom, everybody will ask like about homework and stuff. You'll ask me how my lunch was at school, like compared to everybody else's. Like I'll be uh -huh. like, I want. I'll come. Okay, what did people think about your lunchbox? She's like, no one thought anything about me. No, like, what are you saying? Because I put like an extra note and a lollipop and a right. treat. I'm like, no, like, what do you mean? No one said anything about that lunchbox today. Right. There was like a cake pop in there. Right. I'm psyched. Yeah, I'm crazy about like no. the little stupid things, like that character. Well, the same. That's why I. That's why I felt so connected to that character. Because when my daughter was in high school, she played on the softball team for in when she was a freshman, and she wasn't very good, and she didn't want to be good. She didn't care. Uh, but I went to every game, and I would bring all these snacks for the girls, and you know, and a cat. My daughter would be. I'd be like, cat. It's okay that you didn't play. You know, you're on. You're on the bench. You're ready. She's like, Mom, stop. No, that's me I'm... right now. I begged her. Why won't you let me get? I have these extra Mike and Ike's boxes, like 12 yeah. of them. And I won't give them. I don't know why. I act like they're like Cartier bracelets. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I just bring them to the basketball thing and just give it to, out to everybody? Or yeah. all this makeup I do because I have this right. beauty influence. I go, why can't I just just let me make little beauty bags for your friends? She's like, Mom, st stop. I'm in bed. Stop. <laughs> 
Stop. Yeah. By the way, because this, this year I've got a whole bunch of bags, like goodie bags. I thought it was her birthday. Put it together and there were cute things like in there. It was cute. It wasn't like baby yes. stuff. And she was, it wasn't like Play-Doh. It was like real stuff. She's like, right. mom, absolutely not. Oh. I'm like, what, why? She's like, I can't give that. Like, and I'm like, why? I'm like, what am I supposed to put in there? Like nunchucks? Like a vibrator? You're freaking 12. So yeah, I'm embarrassing. And I, one day I'll ask you to like send me, send a message to her say, saying something. Oh, I, I would be, like... I would be thrilled to do that. And by the way, I love my daughter so much that I'm starting a company with her. Wow. Whether whether she wants to or not. No, she does want to. But we've been working on it for a few years and we're about to launch. But when we launch, can I come back and tell you everything? Please. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's amazing. Is she excited? She into it? She's into it. She's excited. She's also in college right now. So it's like, well, spring break is coming up. Meanwhile, I'm like working with my sister, my brother too. Um, you know, and we're working on packaging and manufacturing and but but it's exciting because I really wanted to stay connected with her and do something, you know, empowering um, with her that would be, you know, building blocks for the future. So I, I don't know. It's really exciting. It's really fun. Um, yeah. It is very exciting. I just want to hear what it is. Um, but that's that concept of being in business with your daughter is amazing, too. You know who was on the show that was on in your t- uh, number 17 on Things We Don't Know About You? is John Paul DeJoria. He was on here, and I know him from years ago because my friend Michelle Charters was a bartender, a hot bartender at a place called King King, and she met him, and I think he loved her, and I think he bought her a Harley Davidson, gave her a Harley Davidson as a tip. I may be mixing two people, but he gave her, or he gave her $2,600 tip, and she bought a motorcycle, like something crazy. But he was on here, and... Um, I just thought that was like so random that you know him. Well, it's funny because he's my inspiration. So I know John Paul DeJoria started, you know, founded uh, Paul Mitchell. And so, invested in Patron. And Patron, which he he crushed, started and then sold. Um, and his daughter, Michaeline, runs uh, Paul Mitchell now. So it's. It's so cool and he's so amazing and she's amazing. And when I first started entertaining the idea of of starting this company, I talked to both of them and they've been so um, helpful and inspirational to me. Well, I don't even know how you know. You don't know him because of hair. No, I know him. I know him. He's your famous hairstylist. (laughs) What if I did his hair? What if I was yeah. like, I've been doing his hair yes. for the last 30 years. Um, I I know him through Waterkeeper Alliance. So Waterkeeper is a, a nonprofit organization that protects clean water. Mm-hmm. So, and he's very environmentally um, supportive. And so he's he very really, cause driven overall. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where I met him. And I met him through Bobby, he had already, he'd been friends with Bobby for a long time. So that's how, that was my introduction to him years ago, Uh, years ago. Okay. So I know him and he was on here and he's lovely. I just thought that was like an interesting touch point too. Um, And are you overbearing with your daughter or like reasonable or both? I think I'm reasonable. I think I'm reasonable. Um, You know, we're really, uh, we're really close you know 
it was really hard and harder, way harder than I anticipated when she was leaving to go to school. College. I, I had yeah, to go to college. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Where did she go? Uh, she's in Dallas. Did you consider, was California part of it? Because I'm not even kidding, and I know this is wrong, but we talk about all the time, like, where we're going to move when she exactly to Like, we're, no. we're, we're living, where we are going to Pepperdine and living in Malibu or right. Santa Barbara. Like, it has to be warm. We've had these, uh, yeah, but. I know. That's how I felt. I was like, I, wherever you're going, I will go. <laughs> She's you like, really okay. thought that. Like, you thought that for oh, real. Oh, yeah. Because I think oh, it's yeah. real. So it's not real. It's not real because the pro- the problem is, is they want their own space. <laughs> when does that start? When do they want their own space? Because my daughter's obsessed with me and she's 12 and more than her friends are obsessed with their parents. Like she likes on weekends to be with me, do yeah. a play date with them or a couple of things, but she wants to do activities with me. But I'm, in, I'm crazy. Like my, you yeah. know, I'm, we're always doing an adventure. Last weekend it was Dunkin' Donuts onesies and we went in to do a donut crawl and yeah. it's CVS or the dollar store. I'm like one of those yeah. people that just wants to do stupid things all yeah. the time. Yeah, which is great. A- and that will, that will stay. It's just going to, it's going to ch- change its shape yeah if that makes sense so like when cat went to school went you know off to college it's like it was hard because you know just thinking oh my god i'm not gonna make her breakfast in the morning uh but but we still you know before she we i drove her to school so we had like a two-day trip together which was oh that's so good it was really helpful because before that we were both like what am I gonna do without you and we were both just like I can't live without you and by you know after yes 48 hours (laughs) I know you You want you to kill each other that was great you're just like okay I'll see you later I will see you in a month let's just get some space (laughs) right choice time it was was helpful it was very helpful Everybody yeah, needed yeah. choice. You needed choice time. Yeah, a hundred percent. You get so excited, you miss them, and then I'm like, I need my own person. We'll be out somewhere, and we've just been doing it. And I get home, I'm like, I, I need I my it. own life and my own body and my own choice yeah. right now. It's yeah. Choice time. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. I yeah. love that. Wow. Well, does she talk to you about sex? And like, does she get or no? Like, when do they start? Ki- when do they start kissing? And they're lying about, it. like, they're telling Ooh. you nothing's happening. When does this all start? Oh, happening? that for probably me, it was earlier. Uh, I, I don't know. I would imagine like sixth grade oh, kissing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you you had the whole pandemic. Like, don't you now feel like you can't believe you got that time if you were with your I know. Like, with I, your know. Pet, I don't know if you have pets, but with your pets, with your kids. Oh, like, yeah, my pets. We are so close. My pets and my daughter were like so much closer because of all that time. And there was a lot of yeah. getting on each other's nerves too. But that was, that made you closer too. Yeah, yeah. And, and it also made it, I think, more difficult for her to, and for us to part ways because you spent, we spent so much time together and then all of a sudden it's it's like, oh, I'm, she's leaving. Right. That's what I mean. That was a weird time to have the pandemic right before the college leave because you're so used to it. Because every day, all day, all all day, all night, what are you going to have for dinner? What should we do? (laughs) And, And we would, and we would have our little dates because Kat and I would 
we go pick up sushi and sit in the car and eat. And we drive, sometimes we drive to the beach just because I have a lot of people in my house. I mean, I have right. a lot of, a lot of people in my house. So we would have our own little dates that it was fun, you know? I love uh, that. Wow. I mean, I, I, you and I, I need to like get together with you in, in person. Like I never, I, I meet that. interesting people and then I never reach out. I'm just like, I'm going to Florida in two weeks and I'm thinking, who do I know that I like in Florida? And then I remind, reminded myself of someone I really like, like one time in California, I was like, I know I like you and I'm in California. Let's I know. Get, yeah. Let's I get would love, I want to get a drink with you. Me too. Um, well, okay. I won't bother you because I'm not even talking about anything anymore. I'm just like going to ask you like what your favorite color is soon and your ice cream flavor and like <laughs> uh, like when you last got a pedicure. I have nothing to like ask that matters. But what were your rose and thorn of your career? Um, well, uh, gosh, I mean, the thorns, it's hard because, you know, you get sometimes you get close to getting a or me personally, but I'm sure every actor, you get close to getting a a big film that you think will change your life. Mm. And then you don't get it. And the film comes out and that other actress did a great job, but it also didn't seem to change her life, you know? Uh So it's a bit of a life lesson all the time. Right. As an actor, you put so much you're so sure that if you got this one thing, it would change your life. Um, and then life goes on. You didn't Oh, you get mean it. like anybody could say that in any job and then later the puzzle pieces come together. So it can't be your thorn because it was your thorn in the moment, but later it became your rose because it didn't yeah. really matter. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I like I I totally understand that. And is your life where you want it? Like, do you feel balanced and at peace? Are you, I, I hate saying to somebody, are you happy? Like me right now, I'm balanced and at peace. I'm a little bored. I'm overall happy, but it's like, I'm settled. <laughs> You're a little bored. But I'm a little, you know, in my life. Just because you I, need, you seem like you need to create something. You need to put it out but there. I don't want to do the challenge work. yourself. But I don't want to do I, it. I think you problem. do. I think no, you do. I, 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 want, I don't want to You've done a lot do of work. You've done a lot. I don't want to go. I don't want to put the makeup on. I don't want to do what it takes. So I I have the idea, but I don't want to do what it takes. It's funny because, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Um, I am at a place where I'm, I'm very happy. I, I feel, I am amazed at how my life has turned out and where I am and the people that I've been able to work with. So I feel just grateful every day. I mean, I'm, we're shooting another season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I shoot tomorrow. So I'm just so, I wake right. up in the morning, I'm like, holy balls. I can't believe that I get to do this. And at the same time, um, working on this new company that has nothing to do with this business is really exciting to me hmm. because I, I'm learning stuff every day, you know, not that I'm not still learning stuff acting, but, you know, I, I have a good idea of what's going to happen tomorrow as an actress. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know what it takes and what what you need to do. And but with this company, I'm I'm learning something every day. I'm working with my daughter, my sister, my brother, and we're really having a good time with it. So I the next step will be, you know, when we launch. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know. (laughs) I don't, I, I, I know that there will be, 
roses and thorns that I can't even anticipate. So you have consistency in the show that is funny and fun and purposeful and you're still in the game, you're relevant, you're in the action. And then you've got something that's a little bit of a question mark. So that gives you a little bit of that jolt. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And not only that, but uh, there is a part of the starting a company that um, you can control. You know, a, I can control what the products are, what the logo is, what our goal is, what we're working for, what I want it to smell like, what I mm -hmm. want it to feel like, what I want it to do. And that is really exciting where as an actor, I don't have much control mm. over what my next job is. You know, mm. you get a script and and you read it and you talk to the director or the producer. And, you know, one time I didn't get a job because I looked too much like the director's ex-wife. Wow. <laughs> so, so there are right. these things that you can't control as an actor. You're too old. You're too young. You're too fat. You're too skinny. What things that you can't control. You know what right. I mean? So when there's something exciting about something tangible that you can see and feel and look at and hold and um, have a little con control over. Yeah. It, it's still creative, but it's got a box around it that you can. Yeah, that's so true. You, Paul, my fiance, produced a movie, I forgot to tell you, that I don't think was your greatest work, nor his. But he is a real estate developer that's produced like 13 movies. And he's won a... A Peabody, like it's it's nothing to be embarrassed about. But years ago, you did a movie with him. Not that he said, because I mentioned today that I was talking to you and he was like, I don't think it was either of our finest moments. So yeah. I don't even know what it was called. But it was in the beginning of your career, I think. Let me look it up. Cold Turkey. Oh, okay. Cold Turkey. Okay, yes. That film, yes. It wasn't your best work, I don't think, or his, right? It, he just said, he was like, he, he made it like on his part. He was like, yeah. That was in the beginning. I think it was the first thing he ever did. And I don't think it's his best moment. You know what? It I had a good time doing it. All right. Well, that's <laughs> I really I really like the people that I worked with. So that's that was awesome. good. That's yeah. Awesome. Did it did it hit its mark? Probably not. No, but that's okay. <laughs> um, well, you have hit your mark. I loved getting to know you and meeting you again. And it was really fun. Really, really nice. I'm so I do. I want to hang out with you, Bethany. Me too. So I'm I'm make I'm gonna when I come to LA next, which I have no plans yet, but I always okay. have some, we will get together. I would love nothing more. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Bethany. Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. 
on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. God, you know, some days I'm just like, what am I going to talk about today? And, you know, for some reason, Cheryl Hines, her her background and press doesn't have like, you know, a lot of scandal or crazy things. And I could have talked to her forever. There was a point in that interview where I thought like, are we at lunch? Am I even, should I stop talking to her? Like, it was so fun. It was so great. I really like her. Like, that's somebody, I find people on this show that I would be girlfriends with. Because I'm very insular and I don't have a lot of girlfriends. I have people I've known for a thousand years. I don't trust anybody. And just life is, it's so busy. It's hard to make new friends and you don't get time. Like, I told her we'd have drinks. It'll be five years from Thursday because we're both are busy. I loved her. Like, I loved her. I thought she was awesome real person i'm going to call her when i go to la so what an interesting life what a fun interview thank you for listening um so different than our other show rewives and i love them both like two different children that are couldn't be more opposite so thank you for listening rate review and subscribe and have a wonderful day right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.